They don't take that dog on on the same amount of walks. Like they used to. That I no, that I took Gucci on. Because chances are, if they did, that dog would be dead. Dang. <laughs> that dog, that dog did not like being outside. All right, welcome to another episode of MTMJ Podcast with the wife, episode one hundred and seven. Ain't, ain't it episode one hundred and seven, bro? One hundred and seven. One hundred and seven. Whoop, whoop. We made it to 107. Whoop, whoop. 107. Whoop. So how your week been, babe? My At least since the last episode. What's good? For real? What you do? You worked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Work. Spent time with y'all. Good time. Yeah. So, I agree with that. How was your week? My week was good. Went to a funeral yesterday with you. You was looking all sexy and shit. I went with a to a funeral with you. I went to a funeral with you. No, it was your great aunt. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I said I went to a funeral with you. You heard okay. me. Okay. Babe, did I say episode 107? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Because one episode, I kept saying the wrong number. Alright, this ain't gonna work. So what you gonna do? Put it down a little further. Cause every time I turn my head, yeah, it oh, felt like now you got your little pew pew pew. No, nah, I can't be on this side because then it's gonna hit you too much. You ain't gonna steal my damn thunder. Look. But I got mine right here. It doesn't matter. You're not gonna steal my thunder. <laughs> I'm lightning. <laughs> How about you that? You ain't gonna steal my thunder. Whatever. You heard what I said. So, let's get into this episode. Yeah, let's get into this episode. What we got? Talking about. What kind of music we got? Everybody's scared. You know, everyone tells you how things worked out, but it worked out for you that way. Mm. I can't say you should do this because this is how it works. You know, it may not work that way for artist A or B or C, the same way it worked out for me. All I can do is provide information. So don't listen to anyone mm-hmm. because their experience is, is unique to who they are. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people will try to put their fears on you. You can't do that. No, you can't do it. They just project it on you. My uncle said I never sell a million records. Mm-hmm. I sold a million records like a million times. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's things that I do now that he, he can't believe that I was able to accomplish. But he couldn't even see it at the time. Mm. Yeah. So he was just projecting, putting his fears on me. And always believe you're great, even before anybody else believes it. Mm. Don't listen to anyone. Everybody's scared. You know, everyone tells you how things worked out, but it worked out for you that way. Mm. I can't yeah, say. Man. Everybody tell you what they think you should do because it didn't work for them. Because it worked for them. Because it didn't work for them is what I'm trying to say. Entrepreneurship ain't for everybody. Just because it didn't work for you doesn't necessarily mean it ain't going to work for me. Right, but that's not something that you want to pay attention to. Yeah, but a lot of people are always telling... Did did you not get the gist of the inspiration? I get but I'm just saying. You, like he said. You don't Thank you. Like he said. But... <laughs> <laughs> you talk about <laughs> whatever. My wife over this joint lunching. She got the high mind. <laughs> what? You got the high mind, man. What's whatever. Look, there you go again. Whatever. With the music. Don't no. You can. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> I swear to God. What you gonna do? What you want to do? I ain't going to do anything. Mind your business. Let's get So I got a backstory to this. When I first met my wife, right? Was on this street, right? On the hill. With all the hood niggas that like to shoot all the time. She'd be in the shower 
and this is what she be bumping. <laughs> if it ain't hood, she like the hood niggas. What? She needed a soldier. Welcome to episode 107 of the podcast with the wife. If your status ain't hood, if you ain't doing a, a lot of this, It's like the boys up top from the beacon. Always riding big on the freeway with that East Coast slang. That is country girls. We like to cut teasers with the deep waves. So quick to snatch up your Beyonce. Always coming down, popping our way. Telling us the country girls are kind of good. We got a whole manic lock Oh, now she don't like the song. This is her theme back in the day. I'm glad people mature. <laughs> that was not my theme. Girl, that was a theme song of yours, man. You mem- your memory must be jacked up. Mine's ain't. I used to be out in that living room. You be in there singing that joint to the top of your voice. The hell you talk about? That's why you sitting here laughing and shit. You ain't got a lot of the people. Because we know. <laughs> you know you struggling with that mic. <laughs> Shut your ass up. Come on, soldier. Shut your ass up. God damn it. I ain't got time for this with you. Sitting here, I'm struggling with the goddamn mic. You over here faking like that wasn't your theme music. It wasn't. Please, girl. I bias Lil Wayne. You ain't a fan of Lil Wayne no more because he look like somebody's crack baby. <laughs> or, or, you know, you he's not one play of those, with Dwayne Carter like that. Or he's one of those type of people that be like, <laughs> we won't do this. So we had the Not funeral yesterday, right? And see, like, I really do. You know why I appreciated the funeral yesterday? Because you're not supposed to be at a funeral. You're supposed to celebrate the life. So the same way I think we 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 act normally, you should still act the same way. It's a celebration. But the problem is, I felt like. There was a, a row or two that was doing too much celebrating. So my cousin get up on stage and he start he start singing his opera his opera music, right? Soon as this man starts singing, my wife just started laughing. And what made it so bad, right, is it was so quiet inside the church that you could hear a pin drop, and all you hear her is, <laughs> you see what she's doing now. That's exactly what she was doing. So, so I'm like, I bump her. I said, man, you loud. Like, if I can hear you, I know everybody else can hear you. So I look over toward this old man that tried to jack my program, was fanning with it, and he just like staring at her. And I'm like, see, they can hear you. Like, come on now. So she found So, so he, he is singing his heart out. Singing his heart out. I'm talking about giving it everything he had, and then he pauses. There was a lot of that yesterday. A lot of people were fake crying. Oh man! God forgive me for saying that. There were tears to my eyes. Was no tears coming out of no one else's eyes. Man, I'm sitting there like, will y'all cry already? (laughs) It it never gave an actual crying moment. Yeah, I never. Like I didn't feel sad. See, that's a different. That is a difference, right? It's when you, when when someone dies unexpectedly, then you're like, oh my god, I just lost Sammy. Come back, Sammy. Come back to me, Lord. But then when you know someone's, you know, passing, I know the hurt still is there because I was sad. But 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 I understood. Like you know. It's just like you got to take advantage of these the times that you had with 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 your older folk because man like 
they just, you know, they're just getting old. Everybody's just getting old. And when you live your life and you are, um, you're not mean and angry and evil, God blesses you with, like, you don't leave this world suffering. Like, have, being able to, like, watch my wife's grandparents transition and how they transition with no pain, like, that's how I want to go. I don't want to go because I just died of nowhere. And it's, it's like the most painful death in the world. Like, I don't want to go like that. I guess that's probably why, would, you know, some people, like, their body completely changed when they, when they died. Like, you can't recognize who the person is. Because there's been several times I walked up to a casket and I'd be like, man, I couldn't, I, I couldn't recognize who this person was. But the one thing about my grandparents and her sisters, my grandmother and her sisters, they all look alike. Baby. My wife had the nerve to call them Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I wasn't offended. They ain't the best looking when they get old. You know how people have distinctive looks? Like, you know that's somebody's sibling. You know that. When I say it's strong, baby, and the older they get, the strong. Yeah. Like, we sitting here talking about deaths, man. But Pops, man, Pops look like Pops when we went up to that casket. Only thing I ain't like my sister shaved his daggone beard. Completely like, off. And that's not what he wanted. Shaved his daggone mustache. He, he, my grandfather looked like a creep. Man, every time I used to shave her, her grandfather, he would stop me before I moved up there. Because towards the end, I was shaving him like once a week. And he did not want me to cut that top part off. He mm, wanted all this to be gone, but he didn't want all this. No, I no. kept his mustache. But, uh, yeah. I guess that's, you know, that, that defines on, like, how pure your heart is. So, like, when you when you cross over to the upper room. <laughs> what do you call it? The other side. You go to the other side. And you call down to the front desk. Yeah. Pastor killed it. Because I... Hey. I when I say I was locked in, the only service that I've ever been to where it was straight to the point to oh, the script, boy. and that's it. Like you know, I they had a two-hour window. They were gonna make sure they was gonna get everything Baby, in two hours. Your two minutes, but it was only the people that was on the program. It's not like somebody could just get up and say, "Hey, I got a couple of words." Absolutely not. My great uncle boy made sure he was on that program Absolutely up and down. Yeah. And then, but, but my thing is, how do you attempt to cry? <laughs> And, and then crack a joke. You is smiling your heart out. I mean, I'm talking. <laughs> That's just how fast it was. <laughs> I never went to a funeral and laughed the whole service. Yeah, it was it, it was it was good to be around them, man. Between his uncle joking the whole time, he talking about us. Name. He he was he was joking the whole damn time. Yeah. But it was a good funeral, man. Rest in peace to our nads, man. All right. We want to start that, boo. What you mean where I want to start at? I started Shannon Shop. So, Shannon Shop, boy, he quit. Man, this is the... I was just telling him. You know how people in the celebrity life, whatever, quit something? You know that they quit something after you haven't seen them for a while. Nobody's ever quit... And basically sat like and do a two week notice type situation like regular people and just keep showing up to work. It's man, I said, man, I thought he quit. But but he still, even if he quit, he this would be considered his two week notice. But my thing is, but you never what's a, see what's, that. What's a natural two week notice? But you never see that when for, it comes for, to like for a wealthy person. Yeah, that's not something you see. You just start seeing reruns of like, hey, what happened to that person? Or you don't see him no more. Or you just get a headline saying that such such is no longer there or it was a scandal. You never see when somebody's like, yeah, I'm, I want to buy out. And I'm going to sit here and still do my thing, but yeah, I know I'm out of here, right? That's what I'm like. A regular person, you go your two-week notice just because you done went and told people little here and there. Or you ain't saying nothing at all. I can I can only report on this from what I've seen on the outside. I think over the last few months there's been tension between Skip and and, and Shannon, and you can kind of tell it. You can tell when I do get to watch, when I get to uh, do get to watch Undisputed, you can kind of tell in the way that they react to each other, um, just the way they communicate, the way they debate, all that other good stuff that they do on that show. New 
MTMJ podcast. So I kind of, I kind of knew the writing was on the wall. I just didn't, I didn't expect it to end this way, or him to be able to just quit. Because I, I believe once you, once you do a contract, like a contract is a contract. <laughs> once they, once a business see how popular you are and how much money you bringing in, I wouldn't believe that they'd just let you walk away, walk away so easily. Yeah, I've never seen someone that just quit and give a two-week notice, three-week notice, four-week notice. <laughs> and the company sees there's value in the person and they just let you walk away. And they don't find that plane outside of Jesus. <laughs> and they don't they don't find a way to, like, the middle ground. I'm about to do a bio. <laughs> what you buying out of? Fucking evolution security. Uh, you said about, not a about. Yeah. I'm about to give me a bow too. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm about to do. Well, but, but Shani, uh, um, wish, they, Uncle Shannon, go ahead and pop um, your shit because um, you know um, he is. Uncle Shay Shay. He ain't worried about it. Look at his face. He yeah. ain't worried about nothing. No, nah, he don't care. He don't even look comfortable <laughs> up there. I heard somebody say, man that they're interested to see how how things go over the next few weeks because they say when you got one foot out the door you really stop investing in like making that that total investment in your job because I know someone who just got who just got promoted recently at my job and he literally just stopped working he didn't really stopped working but he didn't get he wasn't invested in the in the job the way he was prior to getting his promotion so I am interested to see how much energy he gives to uh, Undisputed. Hmm. What's your man Javante done did? Oh man, we also knew this was coming. So about a week or two ago, they gave Javante ninety days of probation, but he was to serve those ninety days in you know home confinement. Out of nowhere, the judge called the impromptu hearing yesterday and what came out of that hearing is they said that he was going to spend that 90 days in jail which means someone got to that judge and had a nice little conversation with that judge so what happened babe read it out dang it says boxing champ Javante Tank Davis was taken into custody at Baltimore Central Booking on Thursday less than a month after he was ordered to serve three months at home detention for a hit and run crash Sheriff Sam Coggin confirmed that Sheriff Department's deputies had taken Davis into custody following a court hearing and that Judge Althea Handy had ordered Davis to serve remainder of his sentence in jail. Online court records show no innocent... What? That's what I'm saying. How you go from it being at home and then you gotta go sit? But one thing I know about, about court, sometimes those victim impact statements play a major role in the decisions that some of the judges made. So chances are that judge had an opportunity to read some of them victim impact statements and she probably felt like it was best that he sit down for a little bit, that he shouldn't be allowed to uh, basically while he's on home confinement, that's not necessarily a, a, a disciplined action. I don't know, man. I just feel like it's so much going on in the world that why waste your, your time and taxpayers' money putting a rich man in jail for 90 days? I mean, I get you trying to prove a point or whatnot, but is it, is it really helpful? I mean, I'm sure he understands, like, at this point, he understands what he what he brings to boxing, how important his brand is, the people that he's feeding. I, I'm sure he's going, you know, sometimes, like, your best lesson is learning, you know, learning on the fly. Same thing with John Morant. But so, I can see if they went and he wasn't home. That's part <laughs> you know of what, what it is. It's a chance that it was that. Man, we don't even know. I, I do think I do think it was weird that she out of nowhere decided that she wanted to uh um, We can't. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to carry me like Cracker Jack did Cracker Jill. I ain't trying to carry you like Cracker yeah. Jill. That's what you're doing. Oh, yeah. We we we, we going to talk about that. <laughs> Cracker Jill. But, but before we talk about that, can, can comment, if, if you were a superstar, right? And, and this is the, this is why I came up with this topic. 
so I came up with this topic based off of guys like um, Ja Morant, who's already, who's in a smaller market. Um, uh, what's the boy that paid for the Pelicans? But anyway, Davis that played da- Davis that played for the Lakers. And my thought process behind this topic was if if you were a superstar in a poor in a poor ran market where y'all wasn't winning a lot of games, you were never in the playoffs, but you was averaging double figures, you was all star always an all star, you was up for all these awards, and then you go to a bigger market where they demand the same um the same performance, the the same the same ability but you have more uh, lights and cameras in your face and you got more attention on you. Um, so, okay, coming from a poorly ran organization, going well, I mean, going to a, a, a great run, great ran organization and expect to bring the same intensity on a great, great organization. can God, I had this question in my mind. Now I can't remember how I said it. <laughs> you, you lost so, me when you just got the so, poorly so basically, ran out of What I'm saying so should is, should you perform the same way you perform? New Orleans, right, isn't the the biggest market. Okay. A lot of folks don't media wise don't pay attention to New Orleans. Okay. They don't get a lot of TV time. They don't get a lot of games on TV. A lot of their games, like the Wizards, are on local networks. So you don't get to see them unless you see the highlights. Okay. Right? So Anthony Davis played for the Pelicans. When he was playing for the Pelicans, he was just this big guy. He was doing his thing. Um, He wasn't injured a lot. He was always an all-star. He was doing this and that. Then he goes to the Lakers. Okay. He's bringing that same mentality, that same intensity but he's so inconsistent. He's always injured. He's always getting hurt. Is the, the is the demand on his the demand in the in LA? No, it's actually the actual attention. In fact, he out here. It's like a clout chase type thing. It's like now that everybody know who I am, not just the city and the state that I'm in. Because that's much what you're saying. The Pelicans is only known by people who live there. Yeah. Unless you say highlights, and even if people look at highlights, they don't get the gist of his ability if they never can see a game. Yeah. So, when it comes to him being able to be seen on any channel, every channel, it's gone to his head. And he lost what put him in that position. So, so basically, you believe that he isn't putting in the same work no. on his body, his nutrition, his habits, everything that made him great. Yeah. In a poorly ran organization versus going to a, a a high class organization where the expectation is always winning, always in the playoffs, always getting to a championship. The the, the standard is rings of if bust. If it was vice versa, it would be a difference because if he was with the Lakers and went from the Lakers into the Pelicans, he was going to bust his ass to get from there. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like you started from the bottom. You know how people, and like they say, people start out and some people aren't humble. He didn't humble himself because if he would have humbled himself, he would have known, okay, so now what I was doing, I have to make sure that I protect myself now. I can't just be out here willy-nilly because it's all, all the attention is now like, okay, you getting this bag. Let us see what you was worth because we couldn't see it there. So show us. And it just went too far. Hmm. Let me ask you this though: If if you ran an organization and you knew a guy played for a poorly ran organization for multiple years, would you take the chance on that person? Not on my top league. Yeah, I probably put what they got the D league, G league, M autumn league. Nah, you can't. Once he played for an organization for a certain like once they get that stardom, they can't go down to the G league. Why? The G League is for like prospects. The G League ain't. But so, for... like, why they can't do that? I understand. That's like a job. If you don't do what you're supposed to do at your job, you know, some places will demote you, yeah. and some places will fire you. Well, so why can't they be demoted to get themselves the humbled? CB, the CBA won't allow it. They got they got year tiers. 
Nah, they need to change that. And I guarantee you a lot of players that will humble themselves if they get demoted. They do get demoted. They get Camelo Anthony. The last, I don't, I don't want to say, with all the credibility and his his talent towards that he had, but these last five years, he didn't get the opportunity to go out like most like most guys of his status. Like he had to retire not being on a team at all. And he's top 10 in scoring in all, of all time. He had to retire and not even have an opportunity to play every every city and get, you know, like Francis, Kobe retired. Every state, every arena did a, a tribute to Kobe. Every time. When LeBron retires, he's going to get that applause on his way out. When Paul Pierce retired, he got the same thing. So why didn't it happen for Carmelo? No one wanted him. Why? His, his, because he just ain't got it no more, apparently. So how is that anybody else's fault? Basically, they saying that he should be, he should have been allowed. How do I say it? Like Cam Newton, for instance. Cam Newton is on the team. Cam Newton in the offseason said that I know there's not 32 quarterbacks better than me. Okay. So, he he feels as if he, even as a backup, he should still be on the team. And I personally believe every NBA team has allowed 15 guys on the roster. Okay. Right? I know for a fact that if you go throughout the league, there's not 15 guys on each team that's better than Camelo Anthony. So clearly, it had to be something. It maybe his defensive part. Maybe he just don't. He don't have the the motivation that he probably had five years prior to him getting old to really do this game. Because the last time he really played was 2021. Right, so in 2021, when they saw things were shifting and changing, wouldn't it have been best for his agent to say then, maybe we should just go ahead and retire? So he could have got that, you know, yeah. acknowledgement and stuff, yeah. not trying to sit and hold it out in COVID oh, and all this stuff. Like, yeah. that's no, a big thing. A, that he, took a toll on a lot he, of people. He, he did. He played during COVID time. Yeah, he played for still, Portland, I believe. But there's still no acknowledgement. He even got to play uh, – he got to play with LeBron. But there's still no acknowledgement. When I say you played in different places with different people, but you still, you knew it. He knew it. But he tried to hold out to think that it was going to get probably better just to play a game or two somewhere else and then dip out. I mean, sometimes your judgment. Yeah. And it's not to say that it's actually the NBA's fault. It's his agent. His agent should have said, look, this look like it's coming to the end of the road before you leave. Maybe you want to go ahead in, you know, so he can get those accolades. Yeah. It's like they didn't give him his flowers while he was here. I get it, but still, you got to hold yourself accountable. When you know you can't do something and it's just not what it is, it ain't what it is. Yeah, I agree. All right. How do you feel about providing the cash up behind your happy birthday? What do you mean? So, you know, some people say, man, today is my birthday. They they post a picture of themselves. Maybe it's their birthday pic. And then the next post, they put their cash app, hat, uh, cash app thing. Oh, send me some money. I mean, do you. If somebody send it, they send it. Thank you. If they don't, they don't. You can't get mad. It's like, I mean, that's just like the GoFundMe's and all that stuff. The what? what? <laughs> I'm, I'm rubbing off on you. It's just the GoFundMe. Me. <laughs> like I don't see what's nothing wrong with it. If people gonna donate, they are gonna donate. If they not, they're not. What if it's for your baby? What you mean? For my child? Is cash out for my child? Yeah. No. The fuck? No. You selling your kid? And then you probably not even get a baby the money. You probably gonna buy your whole lace front closure. No. no. No, no. Uh-uh. That's something that you and your close friends do. You don't ask social media to send your child some money. Send my child some money on social media. No, you don't do that. No, that's something you, your friends, you know, 
Hey, it's Pookie birthday, y'all. He turned three. Oh, everybody gonna send him three or six dollars. They gonna double it up. Cool. He can go get him some ice cream, you know, whatever. But no, I'm not about to send you a cash app or random straight. No, no. He's already creeps and pedophiles. Now you out here trafficking your kid for a wig. Fuck no. Stupid. No. Well, <laughs> I don't have nothing. I, I just I, I just wanted to ask a mother how she felt about another mother saying happy birthday to their child and then including the cash app for someone to send their baby money as well. No. What if she's a single parent? What if she's a single parent? Okay. Still no, right? No. I don't think you should be asking random strangers. If he, like I said, your friends. You get what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And if the child you, really is in need of but, something, but, but, but I also think you just send that in the group chat. Yeah, Everyone got a group saying, chat with their friends, your friends and stuff. But that's not something you put on unless you're in dire need of something. I would rather somebody say, "Hey, I'm struggling. I'm going through this, and my child needs diapers. My child needs this, this, this." Okay, cool. That's just like somebody on the street saying, but, "Hey, can you give me five dollars?" And you like. Oh, because I'm hungry. you like, oh, you hungry? Okay, come on. I can go in the store if we right there, and I'll get you what you want to eat. And then i like, oh, no, nah, I don't want that. Then you're not hungry. No, you don't get... Look, people going to do what they want. You can't tell grown people what to do. But if you want to give money, make sure it's money that you don't care what happens to it, where it goes. Yeah, don't... Yeah, that's just like... Somebody saying, oh, can I get a dollar or two because I'm hungry and you already had a 7-Eleven or something. Okay, come on. Go pick what you want. And they'd be like, oh, no, I don't want that. Then you don't want the money for food. Like, no, but if you don't care what people do with money and stuff and they ask you, by all means, support. But I'd rather somebody that really needs, say what it is that you need and let somebody go and purchase that and so that you can have it. That's all I'm saying. Because you can ask somebody for $5, say, because my baby needs diapers. We know $5 is not going to buy no diapers. We know that. So, do you really need $5? Because then you still out here asking for another $5. Instead, you could have just said my baby needs diapers and let somebody go buy you a pack or a case of diapers. I also don't want to be giving money to someone and then having to sit on social media and watch how they live because it's going to bother me. <laughs> but that's what it goes to. If you don't care what that person's going to do with it, by all means. But if it's going to bother you, don't do it. Yeah, but I think when somebody put their, their child's cash app up on social media... It's not I mean, their child cash app. The child. That's what they're trying to say. That's almost like the parent who... Um, gets cable and puts the cable in their child's name. Jeez. I know some of them people too. Yep. You know who you are. That's not right. <laughs> because if you don't pay the cable bill, that messes up they're going to turn part. 21 and, and they're going to be like, man, I got this $1,700 uh, delinquency on my credit report and I never did it. Mm-hmm. Then you end up having to sue your damn parent to get the shit off you to make sure they paid it because I just was talking to somebody the other day right and they say man I got 21 and found out I had a bill that I didn't know about and it was a $20,000 bill but that's that also goes to what I was going to say you, but here's the thing will you sue your parents but that goes to when it comes to situations with family blood does not necessarily make you family because your blood will be out of all the people out here will be the ones that try to use you, misuse you, don't support you. Like and abuse that you. is like the craziest Physically. thing. Physically. The thought of it is to know that you are blood related to this person but can literally watch them catch fire and not even spit on them because that's the type of situation of dynamics that y'all have but they feel like they are worthy of you to continuously do stuff for them but they don't do stuff for you in return like he said somebody have a bill they find out they're 20 find out that they're 21 or whatever trying to get something and they found all this stuff because a parent decided that oh cause you watch cable we're gonna put the cable in your name like who does that like, come, 
So the moral of the story the is you worse. keep your cash app for your baby's birthday in the group chat and stop posting it on social media. I just think that's it's not productive, nor is it safe. The same cash app you won't put for your birthday. What? Exactly. <laughs> and then my thing is make if you're gonna do the cash app, make sure you put it in the description. This is for the baby. Not for and also include PS. Not your wig, pics. not your nails, not your shoes. I want pics. And I need to see pics. <laughs> if 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 you're buying Infamil, I want to see the box of Infamil with the receipt, please. <laughs> yes. And I also say post that on social media. Mm-hmm. Thank you to <laughs> such and such for Yeah. So Dad dies while um Standing up the bullies. Listen to me. We just saw a video of a fight in front of a school where a father uh, approached a group of people and he wasn't even thinking about fighting. And he just got boobopped all upside the head. I'm talking about he was like a running back, running through people for two seconds and then got tackled and boobopped. Then like his daughter got boobopped. <laughs> and he went to look for his son. And the son was home. The son got the fuck out of Dodge. But in this case, Said you won't get me. the father died no, from getting boobopped. So that we don't want to laugh at that. So rest in peace to that family. And um, yeah. But 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 look, but look, listen, listen. But that goes to when people pull up at your house, popping. <laughs> you need that concealed curry. <laughs> Man, nobody got time. Yeah. For those type of shenanigans, you're not gonna disrespect me in my house. Yeah, you gotta protect yours. Absolutely not. When they come to your house and they be talking all reckless and doing all that that rah rah. Absolutely. You not. also gotta understand, and they and they tell you. The one thing about the concealed curry, I'm just going to cut your joint down again. Oh. Hello? Yeah. The one thing about the concealed curry is you having your concealed curry, I'm just going to send you, Just I'm just going to tell you a little bit of knowledge I got from the gun training. What little did I get because it went through so fast. But I did listen because I want to be able to know what's going to happen if in any moment I have to pull the trigger of my gun. Just because you are in the right and you know you are in the right, you are still going to jail. I'm just going to let you know this now. The best thing to do when you have to put someone down is when they get there, make sure your chamber of your gun is empty, make sure the clip is separated. I would even go as far as to make sure you take all the bullets out the damn thing. Have all your shit laid out. Have your lawyer's card laid down because they're going to arrest you. You're going to jail. You might have been in the right, but now you got to do, it's called due process. So now they got to investigate and they got to make sure that you did everything you were supposed to do. So for instance, if somebody come running in your house and you shoot and miss, you can now not chase them down the street. They are now not a threat. You have to let them go. Now, for instance, if they if if you in one location in your house and you sh- you have to shoot somebody or shoot at someone and they're running in the direction of your family, you have all means to protect your home. It don't mean that you are in authority to just just let it go. Just stop, just, bah, 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 just keep doing it. The one thing I've I learned during the class is Anytime you got to shoot someone in the back, it is going to be questioned. So make sure that they are running in the direction of someone that you love in your house if you have to protect your home. But if they leave that house, at this point, you have called the police and everything is good now. So now you just need to wait. Still protect your place, but you did your job. But, but don't forget, if you shoot and they keep coming at you, if you shoot and miss and then they keep coming at you, yeah, 
But if you, if you, if you shoot and miss and they keep running, they run away, you are not allowed to jump in your car and chase them. Because if you do that, that is considered second degree murder. Thank you for um, the knowledge. Yeah. So, but but it's important, man. Protect your place, man. Don't let nobody come up and think they're gonna just do whatever. And and also also understand is if you get one of those officers that's overzealous and looking to prove a point and doing too much. Don't match their energy. Just just let them have it. You know why? Because they got a body cam. Everything's being recorded. You know how I know this? We had a situation in my job where the officer arrived and she was mad when she got there. If you ever run into those situations, just report them. IEP gonna do their job. As long as you as long as you persistent with it, IEP will do their job. Cause this officer was reported. Two weeks later, IAP showed up at the job. They they knew who the person was immediately. Didn't even have to describe this person. Because this person had multiple complaints. So I also say this with an officer. I know things are hard. I know y'all going through a lot. But you decided to do that damn job. So you need to take care of your personal. So when you get to business, you don't have to bring that to business. The one model I've always had while working and I'm no officer, but I work in a high, I work, I work in a situation where things change and sometimes you got to be aggressive. If you're not feeling it, you have a PTO. Take a day off. The others. <laughs> you have, you, 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 you have time off. Take a day, do whatever you got to do to get your mental right. Cause that's important. That's important when you, even at it being a concealed carry. All that stuff is important. You just have your mental right, man. Because if your mental jacked up, it dictates the level of service you're going to give in your job. It changes that. So the one thing I try to do is I try not to match the officer's energy. I I just let it go. That body cam going to tell you everything you need to know. Let them let them sink their own ship. But yeah. You've but, come a long way. But yeah, these I, I don't That's and then on top of that, I don't want to get beat up in front of my kids. So last week we talked about Jack and Cracker Jack. And Cracker Jill. So I had to do some research. <laughs> I had to do some research, Jill. y'all. But it's cool that they did it in uh in honor of women's sports. So that the proceeds can go. Our foundation is an ally advocate in Calitz to help unlock the possibilities in every girl and woman through the power of sports. It it encourages and inspires the next generation. It's It's wonderful to see Cracker Jill come to life, emphasizing the power that representation can have by celebrating women who've broken barriers. But the question is, who still buys Cracker Jacks, though? So even though you made a Cracker Jill, who's still out here buying Cracker Jacks? They also said, let us not lose sight of the most viable aspect of sports participation, which goes well beyond the medals. To instill health and wellness to build... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm about to jack oh, yeah. that word up. Camaraderie? Oh, yeah. Camaraderie belong... I mean, and belongings and belong <laughs> to learn discipline and leadership long after race game or match concludes there is a lifelong benefit of sports that drives the mission of WSF to enable girls and women including transgender girls and women to reach their potential in sports and life these bills would unfairly deprive transgender transgender girls I'm trying not to say it non-binary <laughs> this bill would unfairly deprive unbinary women and men that is critical <laughs> development <laughs> opportunities and experiences it's... so cracker jill while we shouldn't even be having cracker inside the jill 
should have this, cracker in the jail. It's a temporary thing, and, and it's eventually, it's temporary. But man, whatever. I don't eat kid no more. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't buy cracker jack or jail. Who's buying it? it? Ain't it um? What is it? Peanut brittle and stuff like that. Yeah. I buying on it. Man. So 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 Envy might sue Gunplay for recording him without his knowledge, citing the Florida law. I'm gonna need Gunplay to go sit and play with his. Yeah, I, I think Gun because he just. I don't know looks. why Gunplay recorded that private conversation. <laughs> so I do agree with that part. Like, if y'all having a conversation that's man to man, um, I don't know why Charlemagne the God felt the need to have to mediate that. What well, I don't know why why that was his business. If Gunplay really had a problem with Slim, he could have just called that man himself, had that conversation. It do kind of look a little clout chasing. But uh, the one thing about the Florida law is, like, you really got to be able to prove that he recorded that conversation in the confinements of Florida. Because if he was at a house in California, because what, what, what love and hip-hop he on? Or what, what reality show is he on? Miami. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. So you got to prove that he was in Dade County, and it's a possible. I mean, you could prove it by by pulling his location. But the man, you know, he has a he has a, a street life that probably should tell him that. Yeah, yeah. Gunplay shouldn't have recorded that damn conversation. Like who did that's some and, and, and questionable. Rick Ross, Rick Ross said on his multi Instagram stories that Envy likes to sue, and Envy gained his some of his finances through loss through suing people. So you should have told your boy, <laughs> don't do this, don't do that, because he might sue. I also took the opportunity to go and look at that GoFundMe. And what I saw is that gun GoFundMe did raise over twenty grand. So, okay. so DJ Envy can sue you for twenty five grand in damages. But why would you do that if the money is supposed to be for the child? Isn't it supposed to be for his kid? Yeah, because he said his child were having some real serious issues as far yeah, as yeah. So that would be some bitch shit of envy to sue him for that money that's supposed to be for his kid. Well, he said on the radio show he once he once he um, read the Florida law for recording people without their permission. But did he really record anything that serious? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he recorded him saying he'll smack him. He'll pull up on him. He recorded who said they'll smack who? Gunplay said he'll smack DJ Envy. Okay, so he recorded himself silent what he was going to do to him. It, it, he recorded a portion of that conversation. It had, I'm just saying. It had multiple 30 to a minute clips. So he just reported incriminate, recorded rec- incriminating himself. Telling him he was going to assault If he somebody. was going to assault you. He said, you know I smack you, right? Okay. And DJ Envy was like, well, if you think you're going to do that, we can fight. Okay, so you ain't back down. So it's not that serious. Yeah, okay. Don't even... Get- I think I I wouldn't put it past because he also said at the end he said since that's happened he ha- he's had lawyers and district attorneys calling him about this now do I believe that no ain't nobody calling you about gunplay get out of here you trying to get on the show envy <laughs> I don't think so I hope not that's his that's, one of his bags already fumbled right his what one of them bags that he was doing Already fumbled, so. Talk about that. I don't know enough about that. I'm just saying, you don't know. Don't nobody know enough about nothing, but it's always on a headline. So. Yeah. So teacher allows kids to fight in class with boxing gloves. Okay, I had mixed reviews about this. What's your thoughts? (laughs) The parent in me is like. Man, I want my my child to be able to stand up for himself. And (laughs) if they are, if it's going to (laughs) be, I want to be present if my child is sitting inside a classroom with boxing gloves on trying to fight his bully or a person that was getting on his nerves, right? But then 
I don't know. I got mixed reviews too because I remember back in the day where like if you had an issue with a bully in your neighborhood and the parent found out, they are telling everyone to stand back and watch while those two just duke it out. I've seen that a couple of times growing up. But I don't know how I feel about that happening in the school. My thoughts is it's it's probably a little excessive to be going on in the school. But for them to record it and do that, who else knew about the situation? My other side of the thought is I was like, I would rather see that than somebody, than somebody getting shot. Yeah, somebody getting shot as to what's going on now. Because everybody is so scared to throw hands that they feel like they got to shoot somebody that is still within their same age range. So it was kind of like, okay, if y'all going to keep fighting, acting a fool behind the scenes and doing all the extra, you can do it now. Like, you you got the camera. It's on you. Let's see what you got. You get what I'm saying? You're going to fight after the fight. Y'all going to dap it up, go about your business. I don't want to hear nothing else about it. I, that's why I said I kind of got like the mixed reviews because it's either going to happen on the yard or even in the classroom and the teacher's like trying to get in it and then the te- oh like at my son's school kids fighting on the field teacher go to break it up she on the ground oh like, you saw that video too yeah like come on now I didn't my thing was why did it take teachers so long to get there because like, they don't why be they, paying attention to why the they, kids why they so far they so far away that it took them so long to get to the fight was over by the time they got there they don't pay attention to them kids they do what they want whatever they want and the teachers is out there doing their thing alright so here you go Miss y- y- Yasmin Wright a social studies teacher at Martin Luther King Middle School in Charlotte North Carolina thought that it was a good idea to, to box in class um, this person said promoting violence and risking kids' safety was it wasn't a good idea. This person notified the school. No, no reprimand was handed out. She even called the school back and no response. It's been two weeks since she uh, notified the school about this. So now she's posting it on social media because she's definitely against it. She said these kids are exposed to enough horrible acts and sending them to school shouldn't be one definitely not under the supervision of I me mean, shouldn't be that you shouldn't do this in school especially under the supervision supervision of the teacher so what part of the school um curriculum is this pe yeah <laughs> so i was also informed that one child left with a, a nosebleed that's what happened when you get into fights. I mean, that that's why I say I got mixed reviews about it. Because as a parent, it's like, what? Like, I would rather you say, hey, kids have anger issues or whatever. We're going to do some boxing, some sparring type situation. This is what's going to happen. Okay, cool. Let them duke it out. I, I, but Here's why I'm <laughs> for it. Here's why I'm for it. I think I'm for it because it's a controlled, it's a controlled atmosphere. The teacher they is wasn't not allowed. About it. The teacher isn't allowing other kids to jump in. They have boxing gloves on. Um, while I'm, while I'm, while I'm not what I would have liked if it wasn't recorded. Yeah. You know, I, I can, and then if the teacher already has an idea that okay, these kids been getting out of hand in class. Let me notify the parent and see what the parent thinks. Yeah, they had on head gear too. You see what I'm saying? So it was a controlled situation. It really is physical education, right? They teaching, if you put your child in boxing classes, um, what's the expectation at the end? Chances are they're not going to win every battle, Mm. right? They're preparing them. For the real test, when they have to really get into the ring the and, and 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 put a fight, they're teaching discipline. They're teaching um, how to fight your battles and not pick up guns. Like that's why I say but like it's discipline because this also teaches you how. But to on the opposite side, right? Anger invite me to not be reckless with it. But the kids, the, nobody jumped in. Yeah, they hyped it up and stuff. But that's what hecklers do on the sideline. But everybody was seated. You know, type situation. Mm-hmm. In, invite me to the daggone class yeah, fight. But that's the thing. That's probably why nothing happened because parents probably already knew. And and on top of that, if you're about to, 
if you're about to, maybe they did send like a permission slip at home saying, okay, do you agree to us adding this to the curriculum in class? If you agree, yes, put that down. If you disagree, say no. And we would we would go about that. First of all, but the she biggest thing social is social studies teachers out right now. But but the, the biggest thing is, um, I just think it shouldn't have been recorded. Yeah. Like maybe not not um put that type of information to the social media. Because now, like you, it's a it's a chance that 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 teacher is going to have some problems on her hand, oh, yeah. and and she might not have a job. Of course, it's unfortunate. It's, yeah, it's so, like it was. A, it didn't look like it was a malice act, but like you say, recalling stuff can turn things a whole. Different that's why I say way. sometimes, you know, trying to posting stuff to social media could backfire. You ain't got to record everything. Not everything. So it's getting hot out here. And ladies, girls tripping, you know, out here doing your thing. Don't get caught lacking with these broke Negroes that's going on trips to live off of you. Because you had these dudes, they caught a flight to Miami, spent the week in Miami. And the only thing they paid for was their flight. They dined and dashed at every restaurant and they linked out with girls daily just to have somewhere to sleep that night. <laughs> like they only paid for a round trip ticket to Miami and lived a whole week and, off of females. And, and then had the nerve to put that shit on social media. Yeah, off of females, jet skiing, everything, living the life. They even, they even apparently robbed people. Yeah, living the life. They did everything that you would expect to do in Miami for free. Jet ski, (laughs) hookah, drinks, clubbing. They were staying with the chicks that that was staying on the strip at the ocean with the balconies and all that. but, But that goes to show you too that sometimes women, women will go for any man. Oh yeah. As long as you got a dingling. Just to say I had a time in Miami. I mean in Miami's fucking, fucking stupid asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so ladies, protect yourself for these bums. Yeah. All right, man, when 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 been when trying to be a good Samaritan goes wrong. It's enough evidence out here to tell you why it's important to mind your goddamn business. And it's always white people that believe that they need to fucking jump into a situation that has nothing to do with them. This man is merely yoking up his girl in the most, it seems, semi-aggressive way possible. This white man then wants to jump in feeling like he needs the help and whatever anger the man was building up towards his girl he then took it out on the dude (laughs) boot bopped him all upside his head the one person who stepped in to try to help him saying she had never seen someone bleed the way this man was bleeding you should mind your business brother (laughs) Next time, you will not jump in to help anyone because all you can do is just stand there and just watch. Or how about this? Call the police. If you call the cops, be dramatic. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He just boop-bopped her upside the head. Like, size that up. But mind your business. Just mind your business, man. You shouldn't jump into no type of squabble situation I, if you can't fight. I don't. I'm I don't, sorry. I don't feel bad for the way he looked. I'm sorry. He looked bad. And then the sad part is, you went in to help this girl. And what was she doing? She ain't stopped that boyfriend from boop off you with such a goddamn head. <laughs> I tell you, that's what she was doing. She wasn't stopping Dang, that man homie. from boobopping you. <laughs> She left your little dumb ass hanging. <laughs> she said, mind your goddamn business, man. You wouldn't have took a beat. I don't want to be getting beat up like that. My man had like this long, this long boobop scar all on the side of his face, 
under his neck. It's took a damn knife to the bottom of his neck. He had like this massive bruise on his on his head. So that means when you hit the ground, get <laughs> boobopped in the jaw. That man boobopped you with his foot. Like, come on, dude. My, my ass. Listen, my green, ass. purple. Oh my god! Oh my god! And he had a comb over. <laughs> yeah, he combed over the bruises. My man got one, two, three, oh four, five, six blunt it's force trauma marks on one side help. of his face. It's other ways. So you telling help. me my man must have had his head, right? <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Like <laughs> it's other ways you can help outside of getting your ass beat. I'm just saying. I don't want to get boob up. Don't jump like in nothing if you can't fight. <laughs> Don't jump into nothing, period, man. Because clearly, if this man did it in the public, chances are he does this regularly. So she decided to stay. She made that decision. So you need to make the decision to mind your business. Don't get boobop. So y'all, man. Oh, Joey boy. Don't fell again. But this time, right? Down goes Biden. So this time you can't you can't blame it on his old age. It just happened. But I don't know. You can because young younger person or your younger self, you would feel a, a sandbag near your leg. Like you have already. For me, I'm checking out my surroundings. Right, so I don't want to go down. Now, and I especially don't want to go down the way he went down. Down goes Biden. My man, all bruised up. I'm quite sure he ice packed, icy hat. And you know, old he people, impacts. especially old white people, they they bruise. His body they look at that man's face. My man, whole <laughs> my man, whole right side probably swollen right look now. Look like that man's face. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. What? That right there. Oh my God, Joe. Oh, Joey boy. <laughs> Man, Joey boy, I feel for Joey boy. Let's just make sure that you know he good, cause I'm quite sure he he, he laying down today. I tell you whatever what, whatever day that happened, he lost, he lost, <laughs> <laughs> he lost ten million votes. Damn, <laughs> folks, like man, let's protect Joey. We can't put him in office no more. He that gonna fall into the next up. term. That man can't even stand up right. He, he can't even stand up right. My man will fall into the next term. And until then, <laughs> oh my God, call yeah. me Trippy Joe. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! He was going to jog off stage too. I don't know why he be so pressed to prove to people that he still got some sort of young man in him. Like every time he he go with that damn. Oh my! Oh Joey boy! Oh okay. Joey boy! Tiptoe Joe. Oh Joey boy. I'm oh yeah, so look, I kind of want to read some of the comments. One comment say, "One thing Joe will do is fall." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all disrespectful. This person, she she took it the sympathetic route. She said, "There is no laughing. This is no laughing matter. We all are going to get there someday. Some of us won't even make it this far. Get well, Mister President." So while she's trying to be sympathetic and all that, it's still some humor in that shit. Get well. The hell? <laughs> what the fuck? I... It's the way to do when they go get him, though. He, like, Ooh. shuffled to get him. He ain't. One person said, man, if he keep falling, how we expect him to stand up for our country? <laughs> he won't. He going to lay it on the line. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to do this. This person said, this guy is going to run for president again. He needs to run to the nursing home. And I give my man some training wheels. Oh, man. One person said nation looking weak as hell just because that man failed. No, it don't. Not united. We stand divided. We we fall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joey, the internet is undefeated, oh. man. You can't let people catch you falling, man. You got to try to fall. You got to try to fall off camera. But you can't because you're always falling on camera. He going to run for the White House. He need to be running to the nursing house. 
Damn, this chick said, damn, damn it. Now I got to write an incident report on Uncle JB <laughs> and a care plan. He better sit down before you break a head. I wonder did my man go to patient first. Yeah, Joey boy need to stand up for us. He stumbled over down. something. So please respect your elders. Imagine if it's your mother or grandmother or someone in the comment section that's this type of respect. If my mother or grandma would have fell, yeah, I would have laughed their the ass way. out too. <laughs> I remember. I don't care. I remember when my grandmother fell out the back door of her, her house. <laughs> Boy, she hit that fence hard. All I could do was try not to laugh while trying to pick her up. And to this day, she she blames that fall for a lot of her pains. <laughs> oh my god! <clears throat> Falling is just a part of uh, growth. Nah, he literally always you, falling. Please cancel my student loans. If, yeah, before you forget to before do it. He, before he, oh my before God. he fall doing that. Not waiting the jingle blocks. Oh, Joey boy. Man. Joey, Joey need to stop falling. Somebody contact Joey's uh uh what's this what's this, what'd you call a doctor? The doctor? No, nah, not his doctor. That ain't what I was about to say. <laughs> Physician? What do you Yeah, think? contact his, his regular physician. That's a doctor. Man, hold up, though. How did he not <laughs> see that sandbag, though? That's a doctor. Because oh. it's black. <clears throat> oh, shit. Ah! Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They need to what? start making... Oh, man. Then he tried to get up on his own and fell right back down on his butt. Yeah. So, oh, the Secret Service failed him. Episode. He, he was shuffling. The he, Secret Service. Don't try to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the hell you just trying to get? I wasn't finished. God damn it. Well, it's been, been another episode. Shut your ass up. 107. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you to our new listeners, old listeners, those that just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Make sure you listen, subscribe, share, comment. Follow on what, babe? YouTube and Instagram. Listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Wherever you get your streaming, you want to listen all them days, I think. Yeah, you want to listen to all of them. Thank you for listening to this podcast. It's been another episode. Peace. <laughs>